everybody. This is Julie Chrisley inviting you to listen to our podcast, Chrisley Confessions, on the Podcast One Network. Each week we play listener voicemails and offer advice, suggestions, and opinions based on our own life experiences. Also, listen in to get the latest updates on all things Chrisley. New episodes every Wednesday on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave it in the hall, right? Don't leave it in the hall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Drew Podcast. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that voice is in mere moments. Just want to remind you to check out drew.com for the family of pods and the streams we have there. Don't forget drew.tv. And, of course, your mom's house where we have the After Dark program. Uh, I think you guys will dig that. And uh, keep the wind in the sail of the Corolla Pirate Ship by supporting the people that we select to be a part of this program. Speaking of this program... We started, Gary, how long ago did we start doing this thing? Ten years ago or Ooh, something? Oh, I'd have to look it up. Approximately. Yeah, nine 10 or ten? Years. Yeah. Who was one of our very, very, very first guests? The one and only. Ray Me? Oldhoffer. All Ray right. Oldhoffer. I think, he would, I think they were the very first guests, if I remember right. Wait a minute. Drew, how many fucking shows do you have? Relax, Ray. Relax. Jesus. So, 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 Gary, I just want to straighten out the, the setting here. It was My first order of business was, I want to talk to Chris and Ray. We got to figure that out. We got to see what's going on with those guys. And, and so Chris and Ray kindly came in and, and talked about Adam and the, and their lives and stuff. And and there was it was either the second or first or second show we had done ten you know, years every ago. Time, every and time, I don't think I've seen about, you since. No, that's not true. I've seen you. you fell asleep at the movie next to me. Remember? Kind of. Which movie? Exactly. Because you fell asleep. One of one of Adam's movies. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness to you, we're four hundred and fifty shows in. So. Yeah. Hard to remember, but yeah. 13. 13. I remember 13. it was right at the beginning. It was very I remember early. like it was yesterday. I remember you both sitting here. And uh, and I, th- I was thinking about things, and we were ta- Gary and I were talking about future guests. Get, time to get Ray back here. Let's get Ray to see how he's doing. I feel like I'm trespassing. I really do. It's well, bizarre walking around here. You, because why? I got fired. Yeah? Why'd you get fired? <laughs> Not a question for that to ask me. Because he went on the cruise and showed up. Oh, I was ill-prepared. Yeah, he was underprepared in uh, in the But by the way, hold on a second. Now, did I not preface, hey, what do I need? Do I need anything? I ask numerous people. I'm not going to pin this on any one person. You're already still pissed about it, whatever. No, I'm not pissed. I like your glasses, by the way. They're cool. Those, uh, They're Kata. They're Japanese. Yes. I wore Kata's at one time. Yeah. These are, Drew, these glasses. Are they vintage? Yeah. Well, they are now because I've owned them for like, you know, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. I might be lying. Thirty. Cool. I had like seven pairs of them, but I, I've broken them or lost them. Nice. But anyway, so I ask, what do I need? What do I need to do? What do I need to be prepared with? Nothing. Don't sweat it. Just do you. You know how to do you. All right. No problem. But anyway, I think Adam had it hard on me for a while because, you know, I like gaslighting him and I like fucking with him. You know, even during the show, I, I would play like I, I left the building. You know, I do it. I do it purposefully just to bug him. Do you think and that it, gets a little tiresome? No, because it was me, funny. Me, I mean, I me like seeing him frustrated. Let, let, I, please stay with me while we're doing this podcast. Don't no, no, I'm not going to meander off. On okay, you. Don't good, worry thank about you. it. So you would just walk out of this podcast? No, I wouldn't walk out. I'd be sitting here, you know, and then I would put in my word or two, but I wouldn't elaborate too much on anything. That's already a problem, right? No, it's not. I mean, the show was good. He's... And I think he just had a hard on no, for no, wait, me to get rid of me. Because 
Well, hang on. I Hold on. And I took an improv class. Oh, you did? I took two or three of them. Oh. And then I even went to an improv teacher prior to getting fired and had him listen the, to the, the show. The history is that you didn't you didn't follow the direction to get the improv class or improv teacher. What? Okay. Anyway, I did get an improv teacher. I did go to improv class twice. Twice? Fucking twice. Yeah. Graduated with honors because that's the kind of guy I am. Do you feel like on the two, way two is what he was talking about, just doing it twice and that's it? No, because there's different, there's different levels to yeah. it than if you want to keep going with it, which, you know, so there's no reason he, for me to do that. Why, why is that? What, to keep going with yeah. the improv? Because yeah. I'm not going to be a skit actor. So did you feel that improv skills helped you in the show? No. I mean, I think I'm spontaneous regardless. I think I'm engaging with whatever. But do I think it would have helped me the yes and some of the rules and yeah. to elaborate on different subjects? Sure. I mean, I guess it would help a little bit. Okay. But no, I think it was status quo. So back to when you said you weren't saying too much. Right. You'd no, say, I would do that sometimes. I mean, Gary was a producer. He knows. Was it to to create tension? Yeah. So you had a I mean, no. The, uh, listen, Adam and I relationship is based on tension. You know that. I, I I'm I'm not sure I know that. I, I what? Every time he sees me, he's got some comment like, "Why I'm a fucking whatever I am." Well, he says that to me too, though. I know, and he calls you. Does he still call you Ray? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He calls me Drew. Yeah, and so <laughs> I mean, not for the last three years because I haven't fucking seen him. But you know, he used to call me Drew, and, and I just smile at and, him. And why not? Why not just co- like not just cooperate, but but I did do the things he's asking you to do. I did. Yeah, I did. But it was after the fact, you know. So. After you already been fired. Yeah. Oh. Well, that, yeah, that's an important piece of history. Well, no, but I went. I mean, I got fired Christmas Day or the day of the um, party. And we had a walk around the block and, you know, it was cordial. I mean, I still love the guy. I just don't see him. Yeah, I figured that was the case. Yeah, we haven't talked or seen each other in three years. It's kind of fucking weird. Because you guys have been in each other's life your entire life, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. How about Chris? Has he seen Chris? He actually called Chris the other day and hadn't called him in going on. Chris has got 10 years now, by the way, sober. Oh, good for him. Yeah, 10 years. And Adam wrote that check, by the way. For treatment? Yeah. I called him up. I was out in the, you know, with all the drugs and all that and all the people, all the people walking up to you, kind of threatening you and me going, listen. Were you on the streets? Yeah. I had to go gather them. Why were they threatening you? Because you're the the sober white guy and you're trying to get your friend. You know what I mean? That's what happens. You know, and they're cooped up in a hotel room. Oh, it was a hotel room. It wasn't like out in the streets. No. Well- Right down the street is the hotel. I mean, there's a is, hotel room. Is the fucking street, Drew? I mean, it's not in a great neighborhood. You know what I mean? But it wasn't you know, Skid Row. No. Yeah. It's the Valley version of Skid Row. Right. 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 Which is, um, you know, Van Nuys. Exactly. Head north. Yeah. You know the area. I I don't really. You've been but, there. You've walked I, that area. I've, I have. Well, I'm sure you can find half your clientele there. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. My, you know, my people know it. Yeah, everyone knows it. So. So I went and gathered him up, took him over there. I had Adam's credit card. They said, you're not Adam. And I go, listen, it's going to be good. It's fine. Chris ma- remained sober ever since. It's great. So he calls him every year on his birthday. On his sober birthday? Or his, or his, sober birthday yeah. to thank him. Oh, Chris and, calls Adam. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, as well he should. So they've know? been talking. To, no, to, they haven't been talking. They just spoke recently about a month ago. I see Chris once a week. Talk to him. 
daily. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have, have stayed in touch, and, and Adam was part of the threesome, right? Yeah. And so it's weird that he's sort of outside of this group. Well, that's, that's I mean, been together. Now, it's also what weird. are you getting at? I don't know. I'm exploring. Oh, okay. I, I really don't know. Um, but, I, but I'm thinking and also – And I still see Adam's dad yeah, I want to talk weekly. about that. I want to talk about that. But, but it's also still weird that um, high school friends hang out. That's kind of weird too, right? No. It's not unusual for high school friends to not be hanging out, to sort of go their own way and kind of drift apart and stuff. You know friends from high school or college. You have a bunch of college friends. couple. Yeah. I mean I met one of them at a job site. You know that I, oh, I he's wound a, up working he's for He's like one of my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which I found incredible. Why? He was just talking to me. He goes, yeah, you know, and he handles all your finance and all that yeah. shit, right? Yeah. And I'm just looking at him. He goes, I know Dr. Drew. I go, no, you don't. <laughs> I go, I know Dr. Drew. So I guess he called you and then you had to fill his head with stories about me. The next fucking day I see him, he's staring at me and going like, did you? And I'm looking at him going like, hey, man, shut the – George, no, no, no. are you hold for on. real? No, hold on. No, no, did you bup, bup, bup. What did he say? I, whatever. I, I'll tell you I what can't I even fucking I, remember. I started with the Mulholland Club. Yeah, I said, why? you want to hear this. You got to hear this. <laughs> no. this. This is who's working on your fucking house. <laughs> so, and – Yeah, and, whatever. And, and – Hold on. Hold. How good am I, though? Motherfucker. Yeah, I was just going to say, he, he loves Ray's work and he loves Ray. Yeah. And, and so there's no, you know. Listen, he no, had some harebrained scheme about his fucking fireplace and he's showing me stonework and this and that and he's showing me samples and he goes, you know, can you do – because it was a childhood thing. He was reminded of his childhood and his mom's fireplace and, and I get that kind of thing. But it wasn't – the stone he was picking wasn't applicable. It just – it wouldn't work. And I go, hey, George, check it out. Just let me do it my way and then see what you think. You know. So I hand cut every motherfucking stone, yeah. pieced know, it together, it. made a puzzle. It. And was th- threw it up there. He goes, this is the favorite part of my house. Th- this is Which one is the, so cute. He is, yeah, he's a, a, like a, a astonished, amazed, those kinds of words. We're you know, excited. Oh, I'm a so, pro. Don't kid yeah. yourself. Yeah, I, I know. know what I'm doing. Right. And I so, take a long time, but <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that too, but yeah. it's a different topic. But 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 to that point, do you think Adam ever gives you that uh, nod for your professional expertise? Oh yeah, and skill definitely. Set? So yeah. he 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 admires your, the work you do. Yeah, I mean okay. he knows I work hard and he knows what I do. I mean, okay. it's, but it's what weird I do is from, laborious. From, from my perspective, I never, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it was surprising to me because I know you're a diligent person. But the 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 the, the George is fastidious, like, and he's a he's like. Oh, you think? Yeah, and and so when he was glowing about you, I'm like, oh wow, that's really that says something. And I've never really heard that from Adam that you're like you're exceptional. You're not listening you in the right way. Adam is. If you over the years, I've come to understand that the way Adam talks about someone being exceptional is backhanded and very. <laughs> Uh, he, he calls it a compusult. Well, the way he says it is, Ray is never wanting for work. Ray is always employed, and in the, in see, the I, industry I Ray's know. in. That was not – so my friends call me and say, you got to see this work. It's exceptional. It's amazing. I don't know why the fuck he doesn't show up on time, but god damn, he's a great, he's a great pr- professional. Yeah, and I know. So. We did his deck, and I designed it. You know, they – the problem with homeowners, well, you have like you have what an interior designer or somebody you work with. My wife. Uh oh. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. That's why you. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. Anyway, so by the way, I have an ear infection, Drew. That's why I'm 
cl- keep clicking my jaw. Uh, it's killing me too, yeah. by the way. But Have anybody looked at it? I looked at it. Uh, I know what to do. Uh, Hydrogen peroxide. Hey, aspirin. Ray. Yeah. I know what to do. You told me on the phone that you took a vacuum to your ear. Oh, my God. Did that was a bad – pardon? That would have fucked it up? No, I did it with my hand in, in, in the way so it it's, wasn't It's not a fire suction. Your, your, uh, hey, let me – I know – listen, I know about med- – I do, I do self-surgery all the time. I'm certain of that. You know. Oh, by the way, so I went to the dermatologist, right? Yeah. And I had some little marks on my face and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. She blasts them off with hey, this thing and I go – nitrogen. No, with um, a pen. It's like a soldering iron for the skin. Electricity, yeah. Yeah. Use electricity. Yeah. Right. And it's great. It's a great little item. And I go, can I see that? And she, she shows it to me, right? So – You got one? <laughs> well, first, I gave her $650 yeah. for 20 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I went and got one from yeah. China for $125. Yeah. And how many times have I used that thing? 30. No, like four or five. Yeah. And so worth it. Do me a favor. S- send me the info on that. On the the, the pen. Okay. I'm, I might actually go in for my practice and see what. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And you know how you get age spots on your hands because yeah, yeah. I'm old? Yeah. I zap them all off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It I'm totally a big works. fan of electricity on the skin. Yeah. Oh, it's it's great. Yeah. Why? You well, should the, do a side hustle. The, the only. That's not me. The, the only downside you have to watch out for is, of course, you can scar. Uh, and secondly, sometimes these things you're zapping are actually cancers. And sometimes that's fine, but sometimes that's not fine. But sometimes fine. you're not getting the whole thing. It can even be worse than that. Well, that's fine. Thing. Then you go for the annual checkup or every yeah. two years, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, but you can do it yourself. But you can you can hit the uh, the skin tags. Oh, yeah. Everything. Gonna- <laughs> oh, those I rip off anyway. I don't know. Come on. You know. All right. Let's get back to you and, and uh, your professional acumen. So anyway, so, so you yeah. So you have plenty of work, yeah? You're yeah. good that way? I'm really good. Yeah. I've done a couple of studios. Did Theo Vaughn. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, did his studio. Did um, Jim Jeffrey's studio. In his house? No. Yeah. These are their podcast studios. Yeah. I don't know where they live. Uh, yeah. Don't know. But they're nice. They're nice guys. Yeah, yeah both of them great guys. Yeah. Yeah, so I did both of those and then I've been, I don't how, know. How did they find I'm you? I'm working for, well, I built – Theo was through Nick Davis, who used to work here. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then Nick knew a bunch of other people right. and introduced me. Right. And so I'm work. also working for um, friends of friends, Bill Pullman. Oh yeah, I'm working for him right now. So, so that's kind of weird to me that I never, you know, I'd hear from another friend that you're you're exceptional in your skills, which I think is awesome. Thank you. Oh, uh, George and Wanda, by the way, that's their name. Yeah, they're they're fantastic. Yeah, I agree. They're great people. Yeah, beyond. And they gave me a Christmas present. Nice. You got bought me a beatbox. Was especially wrapped the way Wanda wraps things. Like yeah, <laughs> I got. You know what's funny? I kept the yarn. It was so, so Wanda, pretty. The, the yarn was gorgeous. I was she's going. She's the wow. judge in the wrapping contest. Not, not wrapping oh, with our wrapping yeah. with a W yeah. contest around Christmas time and stuff because she does this professional wrapping. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. So I, yeah, I did keep that um, yarn. Did you finish the job? Uh, well, here's the problem when you do a good job. They always want you to do more. Yeah. So I wound up going inside doing some stuff and now I have to – yeah, there's some stuff to All be right. done. And what's your uh, romantic life like? No, nah, zero. Zero. Yeah, for right now. Intentionally or – I don't know. I've hit – you know, went out with one girl. She turned on me. In what sense? Uh, well, actually, two girls have turned on me. Meaning what? They they went the other way. What does that mean? Lesbian. They went lesbian. Yeah, yeah. 
Did they become a lesbian or are they just – are they like our age? No. No, younger. Yeah. Because sometimes women our age just go, ugh, men are such a pain in the ass. I'd rather just have a relationship with a woman. <laughs> it's, it's not really going lesbian so much as – A relationship. Uh, just wanting a relationship and men being just too uh, – <laughs> Um, you know, you know what? That's funny because I did some work for a couple, two ladies that are great. Yeah. I call them the ladies. Yeah. And they're in their first relationship lady. It's very common. Lady. It's very common after menopause. In so, their, yeah. They're so both in their 50s. Yeah. So there's something about the biology of menopause, the lack of the drive to reproduce, and the fact that men are a pain in the ass and that women like intimacy. And so they'll just go, well, <laughs> So what's the ratio, though, like for dudes of the same nature? Dudes, it doesn't happen to. It happens tends, with women. Yes. I see this only happening with women. Yeah, because I know a couple of couples like that. Women that later in women life. Women on women, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Later in life. Like yeah. been married and, and two or three ve- times. Yeah, and they're very and they're happy. happy. They're yeah. very happy. when they, These guys are so copacetic and yeah. so fun. Yeah. I just like hanging out with them. Gals, rather. Yeah. You know? But if you call them guys, they don't care. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just whatever. A, yeah. Yeah. It's just a term of, of whatever. Like, I understand it's not a pro, whatever. Um, so, so your work life is good. Your romantic life, not so no, great. No, shit. Not so great. Horrible. And you always told me that that was never a problem. It never was never a problem. a problem. Well, now it's a problem? I wouldn't consider it a problem. I'm not really out there did looking you, did for Did you ever that. have a long-term relationship? Yeah. With, I've had five, what's, six. What's the longest? Six. Six years. years yeah. And I what, call that long term. And what happened with that? What, what happened with all the rest? Which is? Broke up. Why? Well, come on. There's a litany of reasons. Was there any common thread in all that? Common thread meaning what? The things that led to the breakup? Sure. I'm, you know, I'm irresponsible. Meaning? Meaning I'm, you know, commitment phobic a little bit. So you cheat? No, I cheated – until I was 30, I cheated. You In my cheat, youth, so, I cheated. So, so you sab- no, after 30, I didn't cheat. It's more you sabotage. I mean, you're trying to pin it on one thing, Drew. That's not going to work with me. No. So so this is what would make Adam frustrated. It doesn't bother me, but Adam does not like evasive. But it's not – I'm not being evasive. I mean, it's a litany of things. I mean, first of all, I'm if we put it under, Yeah. You keep putting it under, I don't like uh, commitment. I don't like relationship. No, I, I like. do like commitment and relationship. But am I prepared for it? No. I'm always kind of one foot in, one foot out. Right. Um, so, you know. Okay. So let's not say – let's not mince our words. You can't tolerate intimacy. Uh, or you don't, not that you don't like you, it. What are you saying? I can't tolerate. Wait, how did it go from there to you can't tolerate intimacy? So how would you describe it? I can't tolerate intimacy. I'm kidding. No, I'm saying, you know. And well, how would you describe one foot in, one foot out? First of all, I date women who are much younger than me, which isn't that smart, right. you know. So there is going to be. So you already a chasm have, a, you have a setup. I got a setup for, for it. trouble, and then it, you know, and then it winds up running a course. So how would you describe one foot in, one foot out? Describe what that is to me. For me, one foot in, one foot out is you know you're committed. You're in this relationship. You're not cheating. You're in a you know you're dating. You're exclusive. Yeah. Whatever. But then the one foot out part is when you're out and about and all that kind of stuff. You're looking. You're thinking other thoughts. You're you're not really and, and why you're you th- not present in your relationship. Okay, and, you're you're half heartedly present in your and, relationship. And why is that pattern there? Uh, I probably had that? a good example of, from my parents, right? And yeah. so so I would mimic, you know, the right. mimic and, process and, so and what, all that. What do we if we were describing? Let's talk about my work. Hold on, if we were describing just some. Person, <laughs> <Carol> <laughs> <laughs> if we were just describing some person that was doing that, 
their parents didn't have a good relationship, so they modeled it in their real life, and they always tended to be half yeah, in the relationship. Yeah, repeat and all that kind yeah. of stuff. What do we? What would we call that? What would the, what would the category be? What would the? How would we? Do, you know, if we were talking about just some person, not Ray, just some person that did that, we would say that person. It's habitual, you know, because of what? Because that well, wouldn't we call it? That he or she would be sabotaging the relationships. I mean, yeah. To okay. A, so yeah, and so wouldn't we call somebody who sabotages relationships somebody who has difficulty with intimacy? That's what we call that. Okay. Anyway. All right. So what? And, so you're proving your point now? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying no matter what you I'm call saying, it, it's much deeper and more multi-level than that. When you I'm fuck saying things re- up. well. Just in day to day life too. Okay. I mean, look at the patterns you're on. You you're repeat and repeat on a lot of stuff. Are like, you aware like of it? Like what? You're questioning just now. You do that constantly. I do that kind of questioning. Yeah, and yeah. It's you, called a, it's called a technique. Okay, you call it. It's what called you a want. skill. Is it? <laughs> yes. Well, I go I go to a skillful man also. <laughs> I I have a therapist, and you know, there's much. It's, and, and what do you guys get into? Everything. And, and so when when this kind of topic comes in. Well, he, you know, he wishes me well in the um, women category. Of course, we all do. And he says to me, like, oh, you know, it's time now. Like, get Yeah, you get should be going. able to have a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and, and I agree with him. But, and you know. so what kinds of issues get discussed when it comes to being able to pick well, he somebody? Well, knows, he knows many of my exes because they've been there with me, right? Yeah. But so, so he knows that you don't pick healthily for you. Uh, not that they're bad people or anything. They're just not set up for a long-term relationship for you where that's what you really want. And he knows that these things fail for reasons that you and he discuss. Sure. So how is he – what kinds of issues are you guys getting into to set the groundwork, to set the soil? Well, first you have to be time? able to put myself out there. You know what I mean? And I don't. All right. Are you talking about your mother, yes or no? No. You're not talking about your mother in, no. in therapy? Oh, have I? Yeah. But, are, but aren't you there now kind of going through that shit again? Because you've said it yourself. You said it's because I saw my mom and my dad and that wasn't good. And so you No, you replicate what you see. Yes. Yeah. And the way you undo that is you dig into the trauma. Sure. And fucking, yeah. So I've what, thought about my mother and my father's relationship. I and, mean, I thought about – I mean, you have – like my dad, first of all, my mother was more – the masculine figure in the house. Like my mom could do three pull-ups. You know my mom. You met my mom. I, I, did I meet her? I think you have. No, no, I don't think so. She's been described to me so many times. I feel like I have, but I don't think I have. But but your dad was was like PTSD, right? He's like injured. No, no, my dad wasn't injured. I mean, he was injured. He was passive, in, right? Very passive guy. Super passive, but he was never like he was. How old was he during the war? You know, he was a kid still. So yeah, you don't think that traumatized the shit out? Uh, it probably did, like, but not. It was. I mean, he was a brown shirt, but he wasn't like he was seeing fucking combat. I'm just yeah, saying. Not, okay, but my dad was more. Listen, I have another fucking brother named Ray. You know, Where that's a weird thing. Where is he? He's in New Jersey. And, and was he? He's older. For different mom. Yeah. Yeah. Name the same fucking name. Hey, yeah. Pops, way to go. Did, did you ever get to district? I've uh, talked to him. And what is he say? He's a strange no, cat. Not your brother. What is your, did you ever address your dad on this? He passed, but oh. I did address him when I was a kid. I go, yeah. hey, tell me about this other Ray. He yeah. goes, I, I don't want it. Oh. I mean, he was super, when it came to questioning, he was not tit for tat and he was not one to share. And, you know, we would be playing out in the front yard, me and my brothers, and my my dad, if the ambulance came by or a fire truck, he'd get in the car and follow them. Just like, to see what was up? Yeah. Hmm. It was bizarre. Hmm. 
you know, and he'd sit there at my games and he'd watch my games, but he never football. really, yeah, football games and all that. But he never understood football. He wanted me to play soccer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't play soccer. Mm-hmm. Dad, I'm American. You know, at that time, you know, you're talking 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. So, but my dad, my dad was one relationship after the other two. Like he, While he before mom or during mom? Well, before mom, obviously he had a couple other families. Yeah, you know, and then after mom, he got married before he was divorced. So, 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 and then in another relationship right after that. So I mean, sort of a case for not great male role modeling. Oh, my pops. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you may be surprised to learn that health insurance doesn't always cover the full cost of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you can still get hit with a substantial deductible and co-pays. Protect your family and your finances with an Air MedCare Network membership. As a member, if an emergency arises, the expense of air medical transport is completely covered when flown by an AMCN provider. Membership costs as little as $85 a year and covers your entire household every day, even when you're away from home. That's just pennies a day. We all know that the unexpected can happen. An AMCN membership is protection no family should be without. For a limited time, as a Dr. Drew podcast listener, you will get up to a $50 e-gift card when you join. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash Drew and use offer code Drew. You've also heard me talk about BetterHelp. It's been an interesting year, right? Uh, But I'll tell you what, BetterHelp has been there for people suffering with the consequences of covid The mental health consequences have been profound, and people have been unable to go to traditional settings, offices for care, and uh, BetterHelp has been there. And not only that, uh, you know, it's easier. It's easier to go to a, uh, you know, we're so accustomed now to using online sorts of interactive um, technologies. It's easy, and we're used to it. And BetterHelp is there with their customized online therapy, video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's it's easy, it's flexible, it's affordable, more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It may or may not be for you, but it's worth looking into because, well, you are your greatest asset. And I'm telling you, I'm impressed with the quality of the personnel there. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the Dr. Drew Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Drew. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drew. Well, of course, sleep is one of the healthiest things you can do for yourself. It's the restorative part of the day. It's when you heal. We clean out uh, literally some of the debris from our brain. And, of course, we have things that keep us awake at night. There are many, many reasons why you can't get seven hours of sleep. But something that has been shown to be associated with improved sleep is magnesium. That's right. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't get enough magnesium. This can explain sleep problems. Do not run to the store to buy the first magnesium supplement. They may not have full spectrum. They may not have the same benefit since there are seven unique forms you best if you can get all seven and hopefully that will improve some of the calming sleep enhancing effects as well magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers is your solution simply take two capsules before you go to bed you'll be amazed how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up for an exclusive offer for my listeners go to magbreakthrough.com slash drew use dr drew 10 during checkout to save 10 percent again that is magbreakthrough.com 
One word, M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H, magbreakthrough.com slash Drew. Use code DrDrew10 at checkout to save 10%. And and then your mom... Had relationships. How did she cap that off? You know what I mean? You said she's the more masculine figure in your house. Did she was she just physically abusive? Is that what you mean? No, my mom. Well, she would hit you, but she'd hurt herself. Okay, that's no. called, that's called physical abuse. That's I mean, a, that, no, that's, she that's, would. Sp- it's not. Listen, that's called. Have you ever spanked your kids? No, never. Mm-mm. You've never spanked your kid. Maybe once. There may have been. Yes, when one kid ran out in the street, we he got it one time. Yeah. All right, but my mom, you know, would would hit you like not in the face or anything, like on your body, did but she, it wouldn't did, hurt. Did she ever pick an object up to do it? Sure. Okay, that's called criminal physical abuse of children. Oh, Drew, picking up an on. object doesn't matter; it didn't hurt. It has an effect on the child. Look, I, she never you, beat me. You know what I'm saying? She never beat you, but she that is hitting with an object is physical abuse. It just okay. is. But when I was ten, I was already six foot. So no, I understand that, it didn't hurt. It didn't she, matter. She, I, I understand that, but it's. Still, I used to say, "Ma, hit me again. You just hurt your hand." <laughs> I know, I understand, but it's still it's a boundary violation. It's a, it has effect on your mind. All right, I could see that. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm buying that. Yeah, I'm buying that. But I don't I'm not think she's a bad person. I'm no, just I know saying that's what this was. But she was the one. How many boys did she have? Four. Come on. <laughs> Four Rob, mon- Ray, four Ron, mon- Rich. Four monsters. No, yeah. no. I was the monster. The others weren't that bad. How, what are they up to now? Rob, oldest, doing really well, has a son, Kyle, my nephew. He's fantastic. He's 16. Mm-hmm. And then he took on his wife's two prior children. What's he doing for a living? He um, sells NC machines and big machinery. Mm-hmm. So he travels the country. He's done very well. He like has a place in Long Beach and cool. a place in um And your other two? The, well hold on, I'm not done talking about Rob. So and he's actually my half brother because my mom um got knocked up by an American soldier in hmm. Germany. So anyway, he's doing really well. Rich is doing really well. I have a niece and a nephew via Rich and Dars. They're great. Rich is six four, Dars is six two. Ooh. Jack His is um, huge. Oh, he's 14 yeah. and I think he's 6'3 yeah, now yeah. or 4. Yeah, that's going to be huge. He's a basketball player. He's really good. Rich is not a hitter and neither is Darcy. And then Aaron, my little niece, first girl, first old Hoffer girl, she's just incredible. I love her. She's like a little – I mean she's stout and she goes for it. She's great. And then my other brother, Ron, lives in Ventura, and he's doing very well. He sells um, – um, So everybody's good. I mean so it's, how interesting that. that this – you know, these two – Two married, two not. Germans escaping Germany, you know, one a brown shirt, the other essentially Sally Bowles. If you've ever seen Cabaret, it's what your mom was dealing with. Right? Really? Well, she got knocked up by an American soldier while she yeah, was probably yeah, a survival yeah. Oh, move. and by the way, she was part of a, a motorcycle acrobat team. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she was. Of course. And she was. She would sit on the fence, uh, stand on the, uh, oh, the fender and make a cross sign. Oh, my God. So, but just think about the history that's borne down on your family. Hold on, hold on. And then when we went back to Germany, we went to Germany for my mom's swan song. And When? 
this is, I don't know how long she'd been dead, 12 years or something like that. So, so all, all of it, everybody? All of us, except huh. for my older brother. And where'd you go? To Utening, to where she grew up. But Wh- the, what's it called? Utening. Where is that? Uh, southern Germany near the Black Forest near Würzburg. Got Würzburg it. is where Dirk Nowitzki is from. That's cool. Yeah. The Schwarzwald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. I mean, yeah. it's pretty. It's like Innsbruck. Uh, not Innsbruck. Austrians on the other side of that, right? Yeah. Isn't well, you yeah. got the, uh, you know, the Alps and all yeah. that stuff yeah. and then Switzerland. We oh, went to Switzerland. We, we traveled around a little bit, but my mom was very sick she had, with cancer then. So I stayed there for three weeks, but the dude... The guy who took her virginity in a cornfield still lived in the town. Right? American dude? No. This is a oh, German guy okay, who took my it. mom's virginity. Got it, got it. So he lived there and he's been married to the same woman. But anyway, I go, we have to go visit them. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, Ma. You know, we got it. <laughs> we got to go visit them. So anyway, and they're tiny people. My mom was only like 5'1". Yeah. This guy's like 5'3". His wife's – they're all tiny and I'm, you know – I'm Do you think some of that tiny feet. was nutritional? Like, cause was, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. They they were farmers, so they okay. didn't lack for food. I mean, yeah. I remember when I lived there. You lived there. Yeah, I lived there. We got deported, and I lived what? there. What? Come on, Drew. You don't know this. Does Adam really? know this? Yeah. In '69, my dad got deported, and we went back Why? to Germany because he was a thief. What? My dad. Yeah, my dad had a lot of shit going on. Anyway, so we went back to Germany and um, my grandmother would dress a chicken in front of you. You'd watch the fucking chicken running around, yeah, right? And then yeah. you would eat it yeah, right there. Yeah. And then I used to love this stuff called bloodwurst, which is just- it's blood sausage. It's blood sausage. Yeah. And, I, and it was super salty and I yeah. loved it. And I asked my mom what it was. How old were you? Six. Uh, and I asked my mom what it was and she told me and I go, I don't, don't want to eat that anymore. Why didn't you, uh, did you guys stay there? Well, we came back. She sold all her property there because she had a couple of parcels of land so we could come back because we were American. But she wasn't. No. Neither I, I'm just curious why, why the desire to come back. I mean she was all set up there. She like, hated it today. She didn't like it. Why? Small town, population 1,200. Uh, you know, she, didn't, she so wanted to your, be and in. So where did you guys live after that? Here. We moved here. back to L.A. Where? Pasadena, I was born, then we lived in um, North Hollywood. And, and how, how it, it seems like Utenberg, Utening, whatever, was a very like lovely town. And you're, instead, I used to ride a St. Bernard. There. I know, instead, you're going to Van Nuys or North Hollywood. It's like that's, that's a stark. I, I just don't understand the motivation. Why'd she want to come back to do that? She couldn't stand small town living, she didn't like small town. And living. what about your dad? Was she, he with you guys? Yeah. Yeah, he was, was he driving us. to come back? You didn't know what my dad was driven to. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it's like when the bills got paid, he just handed over the money. My mom allocated everything. Was there trouble getting back in because of his criminal activity? I I don't know. I you was were a six, kid. Yeah. You know how do you know? Like and, I didn't even know why we were fucking leaving. Right. You know. Oh, man. And I remember when we were leaving, my dad passed out. Because we were separate from the other people, they had us like in a room, and I'm a little kid pacing around in the room, and I look over, and my dad passed out. You Why? Know? And I'm not, I don't know, you know, low blood sugar. I don't fucking know what he passed out. He's a middle, young middle aged man. Just yeah, falls over. He fell over, and I started That's knocking weird. on the door, and my mom was there, and they came in and revived him. He was fine. But, you know, That's I guess weird. anxiety. Yeah, emotional stuff. It's got to be emotional. And I know he was quite, he was unstable emotionally. What my dad th- What was. do you think that was? Well, 
his he grew up he was like the black sheep of his family you know his father was a dentist his father was super successful and um he wasn't you know he was kind of like he was ostracized from the family was he antisocial no he was very social no, but no, he was no, no, cunning no. right was he a sociopath? Maybe. Oh like, yeah. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. And, and so. Not antisocial though. No. But the antisocial and social, same term, same thing. You're, you're thinking of anti being social. Right. 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 I'm talking about. The term. I'm talking about sociopath, yeah. psychopath, yeah. sociopath, sociopath. Yeah. And, and so that's where the criminality came in, right? Probably. How do you think that affected you? Mm-hmm. I knew, like my mom told me a story. They were in New York. That's where they had met. And then um, they had to get out of New York because my dad pilfered a bunch of stuff from one of her clients. And what do you mom mean pilfered? Stole. Like, I mean like a, a 7-Eleven or – No, uh, no, no. She was a house cleaner and he uh, went in the house. Jewelry. He stole jewelry. jewelry and a bunch of other – Burglary. Yeah. And a car. I remember yeah. he okay. stole. Okay. Grand Theft online. Auto, burglary. Okay. A bunch of shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, so then I was like, What? <laughs> You know, and then you would hear these stories and then growing up, you know, if he would tell me to do something, I'd look at him and go like, you're out of your fucking mind. I ain't buying whatever you're saying. Reasonably so, right? I thought so. He didn't. Do you think that led to a certain amount of oppositional Uh, No, because he was afraid of me by the time I was 10. No, and you, you being oppositional. Oh, yeah. Made you oppositional. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. As far as authority or, but, but I, I... I actually looked for father figures like my friend Will Davis who recently passed. He built a boat in his backyard. So I would look for different father figures. But that coaches. Did, I get it. I you get know, it. football coaches, yeah. th- other men besides my father because I didn't, I didn't have a lot of respect for my father unfortunately. Yeah. I mean I, I, I care for him. I love him. I get you know, it. I forgive him no. and all that kind of stuff. But growing up, there was such a chasm there. And thank God you found those other male figures, or you'd be the the same. Yeah, I, I mean that that was. De- I think if I didn't find you know therapy, and it's ironic that Jim it, Corolla Corolla Jim Adams' father, he, he's not a big man either, and he's very um, frail, soft spoken. Yeah, soft spoken and frail, super bright, really brilliant. But um, you know that's that wound up being my therapist for. 28 years been going for 28 fucking years Drew I went for 11 fuck yeah um, but there is a time to kind of wrap it up <laughs> no cool. I'm not I'm there until he dies alright fair enough for sure okay and it, listen he's not he's um, you know he's had multiple strokes and yeah I know yeah so I still experience that oppositional part of you getting into relationships and things. We just we just did it a few minutes ago talking about intimacy and stuff. You sure, and I was and, opposed. To you. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna. Well, not of course. I, mean, I I I understand what you're saying, but I think there's also more depth to it than just that superficial. Okay, right. yeah, you, it's not like you hit so the you, nail. It's not like you hit a home run. Fuck you. Yeah, but you could. That's okay. That's not <laughs> oppositional. That's just being. That's just, just being a, a ball buster. Yeah, and. and but you could have gone on to tell me what is the home run, you know, what's underneath there. That's the whole point. Sure, but do I want to be that vulnerable right now? That's fine. With you? No. You're... Hell no. This okay. isn't my session. That's fine. Then I'm th- here to be entertaining. But, but then, so let's start. Let's go. 
But then the uh, one is sort of less oppositional way to say that. Okay, I got here. news for you guys. This is fucking very entertaining. No, I know. Right. I know. This is I, fascinating. I, Keep going. You don't need, <laughs> we don't need to let's go. The guys in this building are all texting each other about how fun this is. I know. I, and good. I've known you for a long time. I know. And see, I got fired from this shit. Now, hang on. And I've not <laughs> – and I've not – and I've not known the story. I've not, you know. Well, you we, could have asked. I could have, but I was busy with other things with you. I mean, I know you went to SC, and, and you, you were. And you, hang on, you were, and you were more oppositional before. It was a little. Oh, you were are you prickly. kidding? I was out of my. I was yeah. out of my mind. Yeah, so it was harder. In my youth. Well, even <sighs> like ten years ago, when we had this. We had these conversations. It was harder to get through to you a little bit. And no, so it's interesting. I'm more. Oh, I mean, I listen. I'm 57 now. Of course, you tone down. I mean, yeah. Of and course. then I and I'm more vulnerable now, I think, than I ever have been in my life. But I, I mean, I it think, takes work. But I, I know. But listen, there were you. You provided me opportunity to go down this path. Just just back when we used to talk about relationships, I would get only bravado about how great you are, and, and not sort of. Yeah, it doesn't always work out. I was like, oh. That's new. <laughs> That's um, no. I mean, relationships is probably one of the hardest things <laughs> so, to work. Out. Of course, it's where it all of our pathology shows up. Sure, it's where everything shows up. And the mirror is a tough thing to look at, and a relationship is the a mirror. The, the mirror. Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of a mirror. Thing. Yeah, it it's, it's different though. It's a frame. You know, what I mean? not, sure. I don't mean like a frame this way, like a frame held holding frame. And and that's where we are our craziest as humans. That's where all of our shit plays out. It just does. Yeah, it it has, and you know. So I I've definitely taken a break from relationship, but I'm ready. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely open for it. The other thing I'm I was thinking is that there was a lot of I I spent a lot of time talking to you about you and Adam's stories, mm-hmm. right? It, is there? And I don't feel that compelled to do that kind of stuff today because they're all a hat i mean well i mean you've heard them all a thousand times by the way adam wasn't even there at half of them unless (laughs) he claims them unless there's more to be told that you want to sort of push out now that you are at a get it you said push out why why is that good because you know the Mahon Club and the store. Oh, uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah. But but if you, were, you. <laughs> if there is now that you're away for a few years, is there? Do you have any insights, thoughts? What about, to the past? Uh, this? Uh, the past or your relationship with Adam? Or I mean, you know, hopefully it'll continue at some level one day. You want it? You want it back? Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I I miss him. You know. Do you ever try to call him or anything? Uh, we text each other on our birthdays. Mm. Both of us do. We text each other at Christmas, and then um, other than that, God, no. I wonder you guys. I'm not sure you guys can get it back. Why? Because he hits this point where no, he, he's done with something. He's done. He, yeah, he gets very and he's intolerant. stubborn too. Right, and then you, I think you're. Here's what I'm worried about. You, you open to me. Sure. Saying, I I think if he hits any of your oppositional stuff, it'll move him to going. See, I'm out. That's why I'm out. That's fine. Yeah, I, so that's what worries me. You guys have to find a way through that somehow. Well, we ain't going to find a way through shit because we, we don't talk. I mean, well, so, so I mean, here you go. Now, you really sound like him now. Well, this, I'm saying we haven't spoken. In, Do you want it back or not? Sure. Okay. That's all I'm saying. If you want it back, you're going to have to find a way through. Gary, you know what I'm talking about? I do. I, I think the question here is do you want it back bad enough to do the work? And I don't think – Well, it's not it's – not, it's, it's, it's not the work. It's just holding out an olive branch. You know? It's letting go just of letting some shit. Go, yeah. yeah you, have to, you, have to, you have to take a lot of deep breaths. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. And that even after – when he fired me, he even said, all right, that's good that you went and got the um, improv class. He goes, let's revisit this in four months. That's what he said to me about coming back and doing the show. 
But I, my intent was like, no, I'm going to go do my own show. And I did. I did do Tell Ray for two years and, you know, absolutely f- flop. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I, we had listeners and all that. So but maybe it was come just, back hat in hand like I learned something. I, I had to prove it to myself and I'm sorry. Well, I did. And I, I mean, well, that's how, is I, how does I sorry? I'm sorry. I feel for you. I could I could say I'm sorry. You have no problem with sorry. Okay. No, why? So, I, I'm asking. But about I what? I, I don't know. I just need to Be know specific. that my I as I said to you, I'm sorry that I let things go to that point and I thought I would do things on oh, my no, own rather I, than revisit things. I'm sorry I had that hubris to do that. You you were right. Yeah, I could say okay. that okay. to him. Yeah, and right. he was. I mean, I'm not saying he's not and yeah. and he knows this business and he knows his business. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I could say that to him. Check out Headspace. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. It is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. Maybe it's even just prob- you know help falling asleep. Headspace has wind-down sessions. Uh, that people swear by. I I love those kinds of approaches to sleep issues. It can really help. Headspace approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus. That is where you want Headspace. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's right. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice. And you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash drew. That is headspace.com slash drew for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. It's the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash drew today. Well, you've heard of me talk about our friends at Public Rec. I love their pants. They are the perfect hybrid of sweatpants and slacks and lounging. It's all in one pants. So many pants don't have the right pocket depth or don't have pockets in the back or don't have zippers. They have it all. They also are very specific about the waist and the inseam, so it fit. they fit absolutely everybody. You know I'm a big fan of Public Rec. It's great for lounging at home. They have an all-day everywhere pants. They have an all-day everyday pant. comes in waist and inseam sizing, as I've told you. And you can get the whole wardrobe from Public Rec now. They've got incredibly comfortable shorts, t-shirts, Henleys, polo, hoodie, jackets, even golf gear. And, of course, it's all made from breathable, stretchy, moisture-wicking fabrics. You can wear them all day, every day, in whatever environment. They are suitable for everything. Go to publicrec.com. You'll thank me. Are you motivated? You're motivated just to be friends, though, not just to do a show together. You want to have a relationship again. Well, we never had a – I mean – I did the show for like eight or nine years. We didn't have a relationship outside of the show, really. I mean, well, I don't maybe, go to. Pardon? Maybe you guys go have a steak or something. Yeah, I mean, that would be great if we yeah. could go. Me, Chris, and Adam would go do that. But you're fantastic. There were, we had a weird experience when I brought you in as a surprise guest to Love because Line he City. doesn't want to be. Listen, he knows I got everything on him. You know, like and what? What I'm not nothing. I'm going to talk about here. Well, like what? The I mean, general anything category. You, okay, know you know about. all the stories you know about yeah, me? Yeah, okay, yeah. back at him, right? At some level. You know, I'm not going to get It'd into that. It would be so good. It would be great, but he doesn't, he, he doesn't want to be exposed that way. 
And now he just just give me a, a general category that way, meaning like how he conducted himself with women or strange feats of uh, anal <laughs> strength prowess <laughs> prowess that he perpetrated on his friends. Yeah, or, like, what, are you, what are you talking not, about? No, what are you talking get, about? We ain't even getting into this. What, are you talking about relationships? No, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about him. He's not here. It's not fair. No, I'm asking the general category. Of what you're all of the about. above? Okay. Tick so, every fucking box. Okay, okay, okay. You so, know, and that's why he didn't want me there. That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, of yeah. course it's weird. But do I understand where he's coming from? Yep. And then when he looked at you and goes, are you fucking nuts, Drew? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He was like freaking out. And I yeah. go, all right, you know, I get this is a soft spot. I guess, you know, being exposed at a different level, not right now. It was your last show, right? Or No, it was way it was middle before of everything. That. Middle of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like 98 right. or 99 or something. So I, I understood that. And so, you know, and that's another thing because, you know, Chris and I know stuff about him that no one knows, you know, and – you would think he'd want to talk about that no, stuff. No, he'll talk about it if it's you. He ain't going to talk about it if it's him. I mean, it, obviously he talks about it if it's you, meaning mm-hmm. me. No, no, he's usually very, very open about stuff and likes that as material. Yeah, but that's on his, at his, his terms, discretion I, I and his terms. It's not – and then his truth might be a little bit skewed. That's fine. Right? Yeah, of I mean, course, all, all of us. Have, yeah, all of us have that. So I understand that. And by the way, it's called The Adam Carolla Show. I understand. Listen, I, listen yeah. I, I'm just – I am exploring today, Mr. Oldhofer. No problem. Um, Mr. Meister. Meister Oldhofer. <laughs> what, what, what do they call you in, in Oldhofer? Where, wherever you were. Ulrich or no, where no, were no. you? In Utening? <laughs> Utening. Yeah. Utening. Utening. I can't even say it right. By the way, the wouldn't crest – Wouldn't it be her Oldhofer or hair? Hair. 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 There we go. Hair. hair. Mine, mine hair. Just call it mine hair. Anyway, so in our crest – the um the old you know, the crest t- no no there's a crest for the town oh. in, there's a black person on it huh. yeah and i couldn't never figure out what it's from interesting i don't know i think it's like some west indies thing i was hoping it's not slaves and stuff like that yeah. but i don't know the origin i, th- I don't think did germany have germany did not have chattel slavery and they didn't have race based slavery right i don't know Interesting. I mean, what did Europe have? I mean, I know well, they Europe had lots was of way more. Things. Pers- they had lots progr- of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but the whole chattel thing's fucked up. No shit. You know, like yeah, you're really, owned? really, it's fucked really? up. You think so? <laughs> like, Jesus, chattel. I, 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 you know, I keep trying to get Adam to accept the idea of white supremacy as as a, a Eurocentric, white centric, non empathic view of the world, as opposed to don't think skinhead, just think. You need to take perspective and be empathic. He didn't want to hear it. But it's true. I know it's true. I mean, I, I, and, and I look at myself. If I was black youth, I'm white youth, and how many times I've been fucking arrested and how many cops I've told to fuck off and, you know, take the cuffs off, I'll beat the fuck out of you, please. You mean what they would have done to you had you been black? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You'd be dead. Oh, yeah. I think I yeah. I don't know. I mean, mm, I, don't know, I don't know, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be I don't know. I don't know why you'd push back on that. I think you would be dead. You'd be dead or yeah. you would be in prison for an extended oh. period of time. I've spent enough time with you socially. You Yeah, I'll, not- I'll say some pretty outrageous shit. I mean, and I've told cops before like So, you know, so let's I got uh, hogtied once. <laughs> So, so all this oppositional behavior, right? Opposition, yeah. sociopathic dad, oppositional to authority. Sure. Do you think you have oppositional defiance disorder, or do you did before therapy? 
To what disorder? Oppositional defiance. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think – I'm not going to deny anything. Do you think that. Adam cultivated a relationship with that disorder? You'd have to ask him. I'd say, yeah, but, you know. What do you think? And I, I mean, I know Adam. Hang on. So if you'll permit me, why do you think he was attracted to those people with those kinds of traits? Because he was never heard as a, in youth, you know. And, so in other words, and, he had that in him but couldn't do it. Right. And he never. So he let could, you guys do it for so him. So we would do it and yeah. he would be like a, a bi- – he'd participate at a level, do, but he'd be more or less – Observational back, back and go, seat. right, and, and and we would be going out of our minds. I understand. And, what bugging him or or oh no, just yeah. whatever we were doing. Yeah, you know, you were, like you running were, over you know twenty cars trying to get in a party. You know, and you jumping from hood to hood or whatever the fuck you're doing or right. yelling at people. Or and do you think he was attracted to women with oppositional defiant traits? <sighs> Just I mean, he's attracted. He's attracted to any woman. No. Uh, Given the time of day, are you kidding me? <laughs> that fuck had no game. But you think? But he, he wound up getting game though. But absolutely, it was just later. I understand. You know, he was on the late freight in a big way. All right. All right. But but his male friends, Gary. I'm going to wrap things up in a few minutes. Is there anything you're interested in? Wait a minute. What is Adam going to get? I can, I need to get the fuck out of here. I know. That's why I'm going to oh, right. wrap we, it up. We've got you covered on that front. Uh, Look, we could do 10 more of these podcasts, and I could host three of them. I, Ray is such a fascinating figure to me and a close friend of mine. I mean, obviously the nature of – Yeah, but I got disinvited to your wedding as soon as you found out I was fired. That oh. is not true. His mom made him do that. No, I, I, I'm teasing, no, I was I'm just teasing, what I was just yeah. about to say is obviously the nature of you know his relationship with this business. I don't see him nearly as much as I would like to, yeah, but yeah. I love Ray dearly. He showed up to my Thank baby you, shower, Gary. and it was probably – the maybe the best part of the whole pregnancy. I had no idea he was going to show up to that, and it was so heartwarming. He was there for me and Kaylin, and yeah, you know, it was a great time. But I, I mean, as far as as far as the the stuff you guys have been talking about, no, I don't. I don't really have much to add. It's a. It's did you know all that? I'll I'll come back, Drew, if you want. Yeah, we'll do it. I'd right. love to have you back. Did you know all that? I didn't know all of that. I mean, I knew I knew a good a decent you amount, knew a good portion. Yeah, I knew I knew a good framework of it about and Germany and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I knew about Germany. I knew about that. Did stuff. you know I had the bench press record in um, ninth grade? Doesn't surprise me at all. I benched three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then some kid beat it like a year or two later. But yeah. he was really short. So when you're short and you bench press, you don't have that far to go. Are you still optimistic about yours? Your what's ahead for you? Yeah. Good. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Do I get glum and depressed? I definitely suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know. Am I going to soldier on? Yeah. Wasn't the question I asked. Do you think – sorry. Go ahead, Gary. Do you think that your relationship with Adam is informed at all or shaped at all by the amount you interact with his father? Ooh, great question. That's really interesting. I never even thought of that. I mean I have talked about – I've talked about Adam to his father and then – one time Jim said to me, he goes, well, you know how he is. You told me this last time. And I was just – yeah. yeah, and I was just smiling going like, OK. So you think well, you a, also told me he said something like he was king of his castle here and that's that. Well, and that's – well, yeah. you know, that's just a gimme. I'm talking about, you know, more – Did you discuss how he is and what that means? A little bit. Not too much because I don't want What wanna, does that mean? Pardon me? What does that mean when you say how he is? I mean, I don't discuss that that much with with Jim. No, because it's like tell me what that means. We'll wrap with this. 
Oh, why how, do how, I not? Because how, I think how that's he a, is. What does that mean? How is he? Oh, come on. We all know. I, I really don't because Adam's an interesting and complex person. He is. Yeah. And it's like his way or the highway. And, and by the way, you guys means. always taught me that he also had a super tender side to him, which I didn't know. Oh, he see. does. He has, a, a he has a super lovable side. Yeah. yeah. Well, lovable, but tender, which tender I had too. not seen. Yeah. He has yeah. a lot of compassion in him. Yeah. He just likes to cover it up. And yeah, he's yeah. got a ton of it. Yeah. So how he is, is aggressive? Drew, here we, we we're doing the same thing. This is the same shtick that you did before. It, it's not you know. You're not going to go, a, huh? You don't want to talk about it. Yeah, well, no. I, I accept. I don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, no I don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay. Well, I guess just to put a finer point on it, do you like? Do you think that? Because I I would ask Adam the same question. Like, do you think that? Does, if I was framing it to Adam, I would frame it this way: Is do you are you frustrated by the by Ray more so because he is influenced and shaped by your father? Oh, I, I don't know if he – I mean, you know, how he talks about his dad, that hurts me. I mean, I don't like hearing – Yeah? No, nah, that really pains me when I hear that kind of stuff. I know it does. I mean – I don't like it at I, all. I don't think he would – I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the – I don't the, think it's the issue. something about the oppositional stuff. It's something there. It's yeah. Something, something there. And Ray copping to it might be a good starting place. Yeah, I don't think it's all the right, issue. All right, I'll cop but... to it. Let's wrap it up now. Huh? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not copping to it with me. I mean copying to it with him. Oh, with You him already copped to it with me. All right. So, all right. My well, ear listen, my just friend. clogged. We got to have him back. Yeah, yeah. All right, done. Uh, my friend, it is uh, always a privilege to talk to you. Oh, Drew, really, you know I dig you. I dig you too. In and I uh, miss you. We want to see you more around here. And Adam has jettisoned a number of people that I really miss, and uh, you certainly are one of them. And, well, uh, nice and I've been know. bugging him to try to get repair some of these relationships, and he's very resistant right now. So that's all right. You know, we'll I'll see. still I'll still hug him when I see him. All right, all right, everybody. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com.